We need to go over some ground rules for tonight, Miss Malfi. No boys, no parties, no summoning spirits or switching bodies, and no filling the house with soap bubbles. You hear me, Tina? Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and I'm very excited to have with me the author of the brand new book, Pinball Secrets, A Beginner and Intermediate Guide to Pinball, Miss Martha Donovan. Yay! Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being on the show. I'm so excited to have you here. I was like, oh, wow, I feel like a, a legit podcaster. I have an actual like author who <laughs> wrote a book <laughs> about what I'm talking about. And I, I love the fact that you're a lady pinballer as well. I was like, she wrote a book about pinball. I was like, yes. I was like, this is, it's a win. It's a total, you get bonus points. I love it. Love awesome. It. So um, Martha, for those of our listeners who don't know who you are, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? how you got into pinball and then also just kind of where you're at in pinball today. Sure. So I've been in the hobby for like five years. Um, I remembered playing pinball as a young child, um, but I didn't play a ton of pinball. I don't remember the games that I played. I just remembered loving it. Um, And then I met Nick Lane and he told me he had pinball machines in his house. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like I, didn't realize you could do that <laughs> <laughs> because and you know there weren't pinball machines really out on location in Buffalo in that time I'm from mm-hmm. Buffalo New York and um, so I had not played pinball since probably like the 90s and um, you know I played at his house and I got so into it and yep. you know it, I guess we'll go from there yeah, I know you're part of the, the Buffalo Pinball crew. That's how I, I knew who you were. Oh, she's part of, like, the Buffalo Pinball guys. <laughs> yeah, so pretty shortly after that, I mean, so I got into it. I've been playing for, like, maybe a month, and I just joined a league because it was a great way to play more pinball. So, um, and the league around here in that time, it was the Western New York Pinball League, which was, like, Buffalo and Rochester area houses. And it was so cool because you get to go to people's private collections, which is where most of the games were at that time around here anyways. And, um, you know, I got to play so many different games, tried to learn all the rules. Um, and I got a lot of experience that way. And then maybe like six months after that, Nick, Nick and Kevin were talking about starting this pinball streaming show. So I was like, sure. Yeah, I'll be on it. So, and you know, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, the format, we do, um, a battle every week. So I'm, I'm still the first seed. <laughs> I'm the first spot. I don't know if that's first seed. I'm I'm the first player because it's a Mortal Kombat style ladder. So I'm I don't have a great record on the oh. show. <laughs> I, we still but, love you, uh, Martha. Something. Um, but you know, we do a tutorial on the game. It's helped me learn rules for lots of games um, because we don't actually do a ton of repeats. So we go around and try and get a different game every week learn the rules, play 
a battle and then, you know, just play some games. So I've been doing that now, I think, like four years the show has been streaming, maybe a little bit more than that. Well, I definitely think you should move up in the seeds, Martha. I definitely do. <laughs> well, it's it's unfortunately based on performance, and <laughs> it's based on my win-loss ranking at Bro. So I well. understand. Believe me, <laughs> whenever we have family like get-togethers, uh, we'll play cards. Like, all right, pay, play Lauren first, and then we'll play whoever. Like, you know, I'm like, come on, I could win. I could totally win. I'm like, why do I have to be first? Why can't I be the main round? No, you're not the main round, Lauren. I'm like, no. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I will tell you, it's one of the things that makes it challenging is that you go and a lot of times we're visiting other people's collections. So they'll be the person that we battle. So it's if it's like a game I've never played or haven't played a ton and then I'm playing against someone who owns it. Yeah. See, okay. I mean, yeah, when you put it that way, that makes it like really difficult. It's like, yeah, yeah. Come play on my game that I practice on every day. Dang it. <laughs> when I, they made me be the guest earlier this year and we played on Metallica, which is my game. My, I was my home turf and I did finish 4 0. So. Awesome. Yeah. No, I've seen a, a lot of the streaming episodes and then I, I listened to the podcast quite a bit because that's how I got introduced to you guys. And then I went and started watching the stream. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love having you on there. I love watching um, the interaction between everybody. It's a fun stream to watch. I'll put a link in the show notes for everybody listening um, to the um, to the, the stream page and then also for the podcast as well. Yeah, and we stream. We're off for the summer, um, but the Bro Show we do every Thursday at eight Eastern Standard Time. But they're still streaming all summer long, and we have, um, we're actually going to have an event this weekend. Um, because if you don't know on the Buffalo Pinball Channel, we have, um, Rudy Soup, who streams for us, right. and also Skip Natty, and they're coming to Buffalo. They're not from Buffalo. Yeah, so they're going to be here this weekend, and we're going to have the whole crew together. Um, no Mixer Tuna, unfortunately, but, Aww. um, I know. So everyone's going to be here. We're going to be streaming, I think, Friday and probably Saturday. Um, so it should be fun. Yeah, no, that sounds like a blast. I will definitely be watching that one for sure. Well, Martha, that sounds awesome. And we'll talk a little more about your book uh, later in the show. But let's jump into some pinball news and just chat about the the news of the day. It is pretty light. (laughs) I don't know. It's like summertime. Everybody's taking vacation. So the news is a bit light. Um, But one of the uh, interesting things is that there was an interview on Head to Head with Gary Stern. Yeah. And the the big I mean, there was it was a very interesting interview. I listened to it. The biggest takeaway for me from that whole the, the entire interview was the fact that they're talking about um, having pinball machines being connected uh, via the Internet, via Bluetooth, you know, having that capability. And I just kind of wanted to get your your feeling on that. You know, are you pro or are you con or you're like, why haven't they done this already? Kind of feeling on that. I mean, I think it's cool every i mean i guess everything gets connected at some point um it's all you know eventually right (laughs) um i don't i mean i didn't get a chance to listen to the whole interview did they say what they're gonna be able to do with that capability no it was more like like how that general conversation 
of like, you yep. know, Mar- uh, Marty was asking and then, you know, Gary's like, yeah, you know, eventually we're going to have that capability sooner rather than later. And I just thought it was really interesting, uh, the concept of even playing people, you know, not near you. That that was the part I liked. Like if I wanted to play, you know, you, if like, hey, Martha, let's get on and we'll sync up our machines and we'll play. You know, th- to me, that's the, the interesting part of it. Oh, that I didn't realize that's what they're planning to do. I mean, sure, that sounds really cool. Yeah, no, um, I think that's amazing. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd just be curious to see what it what it is that they're going to be able to do with that. I mean, you know, I, I guess you got to keep up with the times, right? I mean, it's just one machines. of those things. Like everything has Bluetooth. My refrigerator, you know, you, your fridge can have a Bluetooth. It's just, yeah. I'm just like, why hasn't Pinball like done this already? <laughs> if I can have a smart fridge, I can have a smart pinball machine. Right. No, I totally get it. I'm excited to see it happen. Then, oh, is it going to make all my favorite games totally obsolete? I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I would hope that there's some kind of, like, plug-in or code update or, like, you know, like, maybe just an add-on Bluetooth board that you can put in or something of that nature. At least I'm hoping. At least definitely with the, you know, you know, DMD and up, I think would be an easier time. I, I Obviously, the EMs and stuff, you know, that might be a lost cause, but... Um, I think Stern will probably find a way around that. I'm sure they'll find a way to, to have us pay for that. <laughs> it's a, it's just an like upgrade. a topper or something. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way to monetize that because, you know, they're business. So they'll figure it out for sure. Right. And well, and I mean, they have creative people working for them. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah, no, me too. I, I think I, I think it'll be interesting whatever they, they decide to kind of present. But the fact that they were just saying, yes, this is going to happen, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm down. I'm yeah, down. So I got to ask, do you guys have anybody up there that either has received a Wonka or has played a Wonka? I know someone who's planning to get one. I haven't played it yet. Because I know it's popped up in a few places this week, you know, like Sunshine Laundromat, and yeah. I'm seeing it in various, like, locations, and I wasn't sure if you guys had maybe, you know, had one pop up in your area. Not that I know of yet. I do I do know a private collector um, who's going to be getting one, um, so hopefully we'll be getting out there to play that, but I am... I still have not even touched the game. Have you played it? No, neither have I. I've been like super jelly just watching people on the internet being kind of a stalker. (laughs) I love the, the movie. I love everything about it. And then the video that the um, straight down the middle guys did was just amazing. I'm like, I have to have this game. I'm like, I can't afford it. So I need somebody else to get it. So I can play it. Are you guys going to get one around um, where you are? I do are? know a collector who's a Jersey Jack collector here in town. And I'm, you know, I kind of asked him and he was like, yeah, you know, I'm on the list, but um, we'll see. So I'm hoping that he gets his sooner rather than later. But I know that they were trying to make a push or at least it, it came off as they were going to try to make a push to the uh, location operators, you know, first. And then, you know, those those um, eventually the private collectors a little later on. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I feel very behind the times that I haven't <laughs> that I haven't even laid eyes on one yet. Yeah, they had. I, I mean, I was bummed because, you know, at least I would have had a little more knowledge had they debuted it at TPF, which they did not. I was a little, a little hurt about that. But, you know, I just they haven't been anywhere near here to even see one. So I'm hope the, the next big event here in, in Texas is probably going to be 
the Houston Arcade Expo, and that's not till November. <laughs> so my God, that's a such a long wait. Yeah, I know. I'm a little bummed. So I'm hoping, like, if I can hear about it even be remotely close, I may drive. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need to play it. I need to play it. Um, uh, the other piece of news that um, popped up is also a really cool website, and I love the name of it: Pinball for Mortals. And it is a really neat website. It is a website for people who maybe aren't on like the competition competitive pinball circuit, but want to get better at pinball. And I, I just, I love the, the idea. We'll put a link in the show notes, but, um, and, and that, when I saw that, I thought it was interesting because it kind of led me into your book, Martha, um, pinball secrets. So, uh, tell us a little bit more about your book. Like what, what decide, what, how did you decide to, to come up with, the book itself okay so two things one um nick is involved in um putting some machines on location so he's working as an operator and one of the locations um well actually several of them but one of them attracts a huge crowds um it's a bar it's an arcade bar um but there are a lot of people that are not pinball people they don't and you watch them and you they can't even start a game and it made me think, you know, how if you don't have someone kind of holding your hand or you get into pinball through a friend, um, what obstacles there might be to entry to the hobby. Um, so I saw a potential need for something like this for people who um, maybe don't already have an in or they're not sure how to get started. Um, and then the second thing was I listened to this podcast called by the book um i don't know are you familiar with that at all okay so it's these two women um and they read self-help books and then they live by the book and then they (laughs) and then they talk about it and critique it like what worked what didn't um it's a pretty entertaining show and one of the books that they did was a book about how to write an ebook um that will make you in oh it was how to write an ebook in 7 to 14 days that will make you money for the rest of your life i it was very um ambitious goal um <laughs> so uh you know they go and they summarize the book and they go through the steps of like what you have to do and then they both wrote a book and you know published it on amazon and so i was like oh this is something i could do and the thing the advice was you're supposed to write on a topic that you're an expert in. So I'm like, well, what am I an expert? What am I an expert in? I'm like, I guess I'm, you know, I'm not the expert in pinball, but certainly I have some knowledge and maybe, you know, there's people who could um, benefit like, you know, beginning and intermediate players. Um, you know, I could speak to them. So I just thought I'd give it a go and I did it. Well, I, I, I thought the book was fantastic. I, I finally finished reading it. <laughs> um, but and it was something on the first episode when we mentioned the book and it was in, in something that you just said now, you know, people don't even know how to start a game. And, you know, it, we we after being in the hobby for a while or, you know, people who are passionate about the, the, the hobby itself forget those super basic things <laughs> like how do you start a game? How do you add players? You, just those super basic things that I think are really important, especially if you do want to grow the hobby. You, we have to get down to basics. And that was something I really liked about your book. Thanks. I did have a, a friend, coworker who 
I've played pinball with her and, you know, usually when we're together, I like tell her what to do. And then she was one time she asked me, she was like, I'm going to be playing pinball because she goes home to Syracuse, New York. And she's like, I'm going to be going home to Syracuse, New York. Remind me how to do all the things to start a game and put in other people, you know? So I, we made like a little cheat sheet for her. This was, you know, a couple months ago or something. So, I mean, it did seem like there was a need because people forget and you do it. And then, you know, if you want to look like, you know what you're doing. You might need a, a little help. How long did it take you? I mean, obviously, the the ebook it didn't take that long, but how long did it take you to actually put the book together? Well, the process was you, like, write an outline. So I thought about all the chapters and things I would want to talk about, and then once you have the outline, you just go through and write the chapters. So, I mean, like a month. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, it. I actually, because, I mean, it's not terribly long. I think it's like 50 pages. It's meant to be more of like a pocket guide. Right. Um, right, not like the end-all, be-all, everything you ever could possibly learn about pinball, right? It's just, just to get, get, you, get you started. To get you started. Um, so, yeah, you know. Well, I, I, I actually love the book, and, and the thing I liked about it, like you said, it's a beginning and intermediate guide. So, you know, for some of our listeners, you know, this might not be the book for you, but it's going to be definitely a book that I think you want to gift to people and just to get them involved in the hobby. Read this quick book, then come to our event. Don't be scared. <laughs> and I was like, if you read this book, it, you'll be fine. <laughs> it, it'll all make sense for the most part. Um, but I, I thought it was really interesting. And and it was funny. I was at an event last night. <laughs> Everybody's like, I didn't know you were into Sailor Moon, Lauren. I'm like, I'm not into Sailor Moon. Uh, I know who Sailor Moon is, but I'm not. But I went to promote our Ladies League and our uh, Co-Ed League, the San Antonio Pinball League and Bells and Chimes. And it, and I thought a lot about your book because it was like, oh, my gosh, this would be like great because a lot of people were like, I'm not really good. I don't want to go play. I, you know, oh, all these people are super intense. I got a lot of that from people that they were interested because they had no idea that pinball leagues were even a thing. But then I get the oh, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And I'm like, well, we'll teach you. It's OK. And I think this this book is a really great bridge to do that. Well, I mean, I hope so. That's why what I intended it for. So I hope it can help some people and make them feel more confident and get them to come out to things where they might not otherwise have done so. Can I ask you, what what was the Sailor Moon part of the theme? Oh, so I, I did see you post about it. <laughs> wasn't sure what that entailed. It's funny. So I have a, a feed for Bells and Chimes and I have a feed for the podcast. And, and th this ended up crossing both. And so yesterday, for those of you, yesterday being the 29th of June, it was International Sailor Moon Day, celebrating all things Sailor Moon. And one of the members of our Bells and Chimes League, Christina, is a obsessed Sailor Moon person. She does the Comic-Con. She wears the cosplay, the whole thing. Um, she was Sailor Mars. If For those of you who know Sailor Moon, I, I did not. I got a crash course in Sailor Moon last night. <laughs> Um, but I want to, I'm trying to go out to more events that where I'm like, well, maybe there's enough of a crossover here that maybe getting people interested in the leagues. So I'm trying to do like some, you know, low level marketing and it, the, the event itself was held at a bar called charity bar and charity bar gives their profits from their alcohol sales to charities, um, that benefit like the San Antonio and Texas area. So okay. I thought that was really cool. And I was like, well, you know, that sounds like a neat event. And we went out there. We had a great time. They 
Um, we're doing stuff for like the Rape Crisis Center and Girls Inc. and just some really fun stuff. And it was a trivia night. I was like, I'm not going to participate in that because I don't know any of these answers. Wait, wait, all Sailor Moon trivia? It was all Sailor Moon trivia. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, okay. it was it was interesting. I put a hashtag like find your tribe and I'm like, is this what it sounds like when I talk about pinball with other people? <laughs> the, I mean, I was like, imagine being like the one person like in like jeans and a t-shirt surrounded by people in cosplay. Everybody was dressed like Sailor Moon or some character from Sailor Moon. <laughs> it was, it was very interesting. <laughs> that sounds pretty fun. It was, it was super fun. I mean, I was a little uncomfortable at first cause I, again, I wasn't dressed up. But uh, they were so friendly and and I was the table that was not Sailor Moon stuff. So it was it was a challenge getting people to come over to my table. I'm like, look, I have free stickers. Have a sticker. <laughs> come talk to me about pinball. For, give me like 30 seconds. And everybody was super kind. And I think overall we had, you know, about a dozen or so people that were really interested in the league and, you know, coming out and learning more about what we do and stuff. So I considered it a win with the, the Sailor Moon thing. But but yeah, it's all it's all about finding your tribe. I found my pinball tribe. You got your Sailor Moon tribe. Whatever you're into, whatever your jam is, you know, there there's people out there that are into the same quirky, fun, weird stuff that you're into. Right. And there is no Sailor Moon pinball machine. So it was kind of a hard sell for the crossover. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a tough crossover. I was trying to make that connection. There was, a, I mean, obviously like 90% women there. There were some guys. And when they came up to my table, in my spiel, very quickly, I had to get to, we have co-ed leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we have stuff for you. Here, have a card, have a sticker, give it to your friends. Um, but yeah, it was it was a, a bit of a jump. But a lot of them were like, oh, that sounds fun. Or uh, we had a few people that were from Austin that were talking about the, you know, hey, we have like pinball in Austin. I'm like, yeah, we, you know, the San Antonio people, we go up and play with the Austin folks all the time. And yeah, you should come down here because we've got cool places to play, too. Um, but, yeah, so that was the, the tie-in for people who were a little confused by the Sailor Moon posts yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah it, it was interesting, and it just decided to jump in with both feet. I'm going to try – I'm trying to look into – we have a, a big text Comic-Con event coming up in a couple of months that I'm going to try to, you know, get a table at. And I was like, maybe this will be more of our people. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah gamers we so we had a place in the area called game on and it was mostly like LAN gaming um and then like some fight console type things right but those those guys got so into pinball because they're competitive they're competitive gamers and they know about you know rule sets and things like that so i feel like that's an easy um an easy crossover for gamers and Comic-Con type people. And, and that's where I was kind of making the connection with Sailor Moon. I was like, well, maybe there'll be enough for me to make the jump. And and some of them were cool. Some of them were like, I, this is not Sailor Moon. I am not interested. <laughs> but, <laughs> but everybody at least let me have my, like, 30 seconds. And, you know, I and I had free swag. I was the only person that had, like, free stuff. Like, everybody else was trying to sell their, like, art and, and things like that. I'm like, all of this is free. Take a pin. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, it it was super fun, and and you know, I think just marketing, you know, your your local scene, especially San Antonio, we're kind of the new kid on the block. We're trying to get more people to come to our events, and and they are growing, but it is a challenge, and and just getting out your name out there and and doing stuff like that's always a a bit of fun. Although I I commend those people who do cosplay because it was a hundred degrees in the shade it's south texas uh, i was dying and these people had wigs and the whole 
shebang. I'm like, oh my god, I cannot believe you. Were, you look, y'all look adorable, but I am dying over here. <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize the bar was outside. Like everything was outside. I'm like, oh, nobody told me about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, got a little off track, but. Um, I did want to um, let our listeners know, and I, I hadn't mentioned this to you, Martha, but I am going to do a giveaway. Uh, Martha's book is an ebook, so if you have Kindle or the ability to read or receive ebooks from Amazon, I would love for you to participate in this contest. I will be giving away two of Martha's books. So if you would like to participate and possibly win a copy of Martha's book, Pinball Secrets, all you're going to have to do is on Facebook. And on Instagram, I will put up a post about this episode, episode four, in the post, in the comment section. Just make a comment um, and tag a friend. That's all you have to do. And out of the Instagram and Facebook mentions, I will draw a winner. Now, Lauren, you're saying I don't do social media. Social media is the devil. I'm like, I, I, it's okay, friends. If you would like to participate and don't have social media, you can email the podcast at backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com in the subject line, write contest, and then just put in your contact information. So you have three ways to enter. I'll be drawing that next week and we'll announce it on the show. But I really am excited about Martha's book and I wanted to do something fun to say thank you. I have over 800 downloads of the podcast and we've only been doing this a month. So I am, I'm very excited and I wanted to say thank you and also promote Martha's book. So if you would like to participate in the contest, again, comment on the episode post either on Facebook, on Instagram, or send the show an email. So there are three ways to enter. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lauren. You're welcome. I'm very excited. I was like, I'm going to do a contest. I feel fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and we'll promote Martha's book and it'll be super awesome and it, it's going to be fun. Um, the one I... Okay, here's a point in the show where I say, if you don't want to hear a spoiler, fast forward for a couple of minutes, because I'm going to tell you who won the Silver Bell Brawl. I'm very excited about this. Um, if you guys haven't heard, the Pintastic was going on this weekend up in the New England area, kind of a little north of you, Martha, but kind of your neck of the woods. Um, have you ever been to Pintastic? I haven't, and I feel very bad that I've never gone. It's a little far, yeah. but... One of these days. Yeah, I know. It's it's always like, yeah, Lauren, have you been to? I'm like, uh, it's kind of it's kind when you know people are like, oh, have you been to this Texas thing or this, you know, thing in like Louisiana? I'm like, yo, it, it seems close on a map, but it really is not that close. I promise you. <laughs> but I did see the the ladies um, the photo that they posted on Facebook. It Wasn't was that that, they had a great turnout. They had an amazing turnout. I think they even had a wait list. So I mean. Congratulations to the um, organizers, Kristen Gregory and Aaron um, Seiden. I, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, Aaron. Aaron, But uh, they organized the event. I'm sure they had lots of help. Um, I know Bo and Karen's was um, helping out, and they had a lot of other people pitching in. But the winner for the Silver Bell Brawl is Emily May. She took first place. So congratulations, Emily. And again, ladies, well done. Good job. I know there were a lot of challenges with uh, the events and, and things going on around Pintastic, but I mean, everything looked amazing and it looked like everybody had a great time and that crowd and that photo just warmed my little heart. It was awesome. So well done. And congratulations again, Emily, for taking first place at the Silver Bell Brawl. 
and we'll we'll include the, we'll include the picture. I'll attach the picture into the the post online so you guys can take a look if you guys are um, on Facebook or Instagram. I always feel weird because I do meet people from time to time that aren't into social media. They're like, I don't do that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> It's like the, I spend my life on Facebook. It's just sad, but I promise I'll, I'll post more stuff not on social media. I know it's hard. Like you can't win because I kind of, you know, don't love Facebook, but then I can't totally disconnect because then how do you find out about things? Exactly. Exactly. It's one of those. I I want to you know get the word out and tell people about things and I. I have to post it on Facebook and then post it on Instagram and then post, like, send an email. And, and I don't mind, but I'm just always, I wish there was just one thing where I could send it to everybody everywhere. <laughs> and then if, I, if I'm not on Facebook, if I'm, you know, try, I try every once in a while to have, like, a social media, you know, the, it, detox is, you know, not the right word, but, you know, take a break. And inevitably, sure. they're like, didn't you see so-and-so's post? I obviously did not because you seem very upset about it. But, um, <laughs> I always like that. I always I love the, you know, somebody will send me a screenshot. Did you see so-and-so's post? I'm like, no, now you're going to tell me about it, aren't you? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to enjoy my uh, ignorant bliss here for about two more seconds. <laughs> it's it's a curse and a blessing, I guess. Yeah. It's like I'm so excited about social media because it does connect me to so many more people and I meet, you know, new friends and everything and I have friends that I only know via Facebook, which I feel is a little weird because I I was very anti I only will friend people if they're, you know, I know them in real life. And I got over that pretty quickly. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll all be friends. Eventually, because eventually we'll probably run into all these people. Exactly. At least in the pinball hobby. I mean, I don't know about who else is trying to friend you on Facebook, but in the pinball hobby, I feel like you will eventually run into these people. Yeah. And a lot of the the American people, because with the podcast, like you, I've made a lot of friends and, you know, everybody that was on my, my page. I knew or I'd bumped into or met had somehow or or it was like the friend of a friend. Now I'm getting um friends when and i appreciate all of you um you know from uh, chile and brazil and italy i'm like i have no idea who you are <laughs> but i guess you heard the show thank you for for listening i appreciate it but it, it just caught me by surprise when i'm like who's this guy I'm like uh, brazil oh, okay and i had like a couple people from brazil a couple people from like argentina so it, it was just been an interesting like i kind of would scroll I'm like as long as they had pinball on their profile i was a yes like <laughs> i had to like scroll like do i see yep pinball yep okay this is not some rando person just friending me for no reason but because uh, before i'm like I, you know i've rarely got friend uh requests it's like oh i kind of know everybody already <laughs> Oh my but goodness. that is, I mean, I think that's such a cool thing about the hobby is just how you can connect with all sorts of different people and people all over the world. And it's amazing. Like people do travel, you know, to go to events and to play games. And uh, it, I, I think it's so cool that it, the way that it could connect um, everybody. Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. And it was funny. So one of the, the guys who had reached out to me, he was from Brazil and his name was, and I'm like looking it up really quick. Um, Cause I was just like, who 
Ah, his name was Fabio. And Fabio actually wanted to have a conversation with me. I don't speak Portuguese at all. So Google Translate, you know, high five to Google Translate. And we were just chit chatting about pinball in this, like, you know, kind of broken language sort of way. But it was so much fun because we like were showing pictures and, and doing all sorts of stuff. And it was really neat because it was that moment where, you know, pinball is the international language and, you know, we can just share this love of the hobby across the world. And, and that that was neat. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> So mm-hmm. it was pretty, it was pretty neat, but I've had a few of those. I'm like, okay, um, hi. <laughs> I'm like, how'd you, they're like the podcast. I'm like, oh, or, you know, you're friends with so-and-so. Like, oh, well, thank you for friending me. I feel special. Um, <laughs> but, it, but it's been really fun um, doing that and, and getting the opportunity to meet new people through the podcast and through the hobby as well. I mean, I've just made all kinds of new friends and by the way, I didn't mention it earlier, but I officially am so jealous of your awesome nickname, T-Bone or T-Bonus. Oh, thank you. <laughs> T-Bonus. I'm like, that is the best nickname ever. <laughs> I mean, I I made it up for myself, but I do I do like it. it it's awesome. It is super awesome. And I mean, sometimes you just got to give a nickname to yourself. You know what? I need a nickname. And, and, you know, they always say, like, you can't give yourself your nickname. And so, but sometimes you have to make it happen. Right. Mine was half given. Do, but, I mean, are you going to get a pinball handle? Or you? I mean, I guess you don't need it. <laughs> I mean, if somebody wants to give me one, I'm totally down with that. I, I, like, I, I have, like, I had family nicknames. But the only nickname I've ever had as an adult was... Um, I was uh, working at a college radio station and Lauren is a very formal sounding name. I will be the first to admit that. So I walk into the studio and I'm standing there and I'm introduced myself and I'm like, Hey, I'm Lauren. I am up next. Da, 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 da. And the guy looks at me. He's like, no, your name is not Lauren. I'm like what? What? He's like, you are Lulu. I'm like, Lulu. I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds way more fun. That seems more you. You're Lulu. And that thing stuck throughout my college years um so I always know when people like hey Lulu and I'm like oh I know you from a certain period of time (laughs) but uh but it never caught on to like the rest of my family and friends they're like why are these people calling you Lulu I was like it's a really long story I mean it's fun (laughs) I guess it makes more sense because yeah because we're on Twitch and you need a username and you can't I mean nobody has their regular name you know yeah no I think my my one for uh pin side is Lulu flips because I'll usually use oh, Lulu, like okay. somewhere in like my stuff because it's just fun but um yeah I just yeah I, I totally agree but t-bonus is the best okay I actually really like Lulu flips oh <laughs> thank you <laughs> I it was like I need something oh and I, and I don't I don't like to usually use my name because I'm like oh well I want something fun um, so yeah, so I, I did Lulu flip. So I was like, oh, that, that'll work. This, this'll work. <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. So Martha, for somebody who's never been to Buffalo, I've never been to upstate New York. Um, what are some local places that you would recommend that you love to play at and that you guys like actually have events at? So we're kind of in a transitional time oh. uh, in Buffalo <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, we do have an event tomorrow night. It's um, Pin Duos, which I, I think this is a cool format for a tournament. So it's a basically, it's like a mashup of selfie tournament and split flipper. Ooh, fun. Yeah, so during the month, you play 
the games, like a selfie game, submit your score for your team, and then tomorrow night is the finals, and all the games in the finals are split flipper. So either person on the team can play the games. I mean, you could both play, only one person plays, whatever, however you want to do it, and then do the split flipper tournament. Um, so that's being held at Masuda Chow's, which is, um, it's Johnny uh, Chow of Stone Sour. He um, is originally from Buffalo, and he created this yeah, he has this really awesome bar. It opened up, I think, almost a year ago now, and it's designed to be a Japanese arcade. So it's two floors, and the downstairs looks like you're in an alley, like how they have street food, so you can eat at the counter or you can eat in the alley. And they did an amazing job with the um, the design and the building and everything like that. So that's downstairs. And then when you go upstairs, it's an 80s arcade. So they have like all the video game um, machines and then the pinball and skee ball. Um, oh, it's fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great concept for a bar. So that's um, that's a really cool place to play. That's where we're going to be tomorrow night for the pin duos tournament. Um and then there's, you know, there's just been a lot of sadness and heartbreak with <laughs> some of our other locations. Um, um, so ho- we're hoping for, um, and actually, uh, so there was Game On. I talked about that, where it was like a, a LAN gaming place. Yeah. And then that closed. Um, and then it, we were at a brewery, CBW, which was one of our partners. Yeah, I heard about that. that. Yeah, that was really awesome. But then they moved the games. So... I'm hoping in like the next month or so, there's going to be another really good location. Um, there are other locations, but they don't have, you know, a ton of games at the moment. So, so much, I don't know. If you're coming, if you're, yes, if you're coming this week, that's <laughs> to Buffalo. That's, that's the place to be. Well, it um, sounds really cool. So I mean, I'm, I'm in, I, I'm a fan of stone sour. So I'm like, heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had a real vision over there and they, and they, oh, and the menu is great too. Um, you know, so, cause they have all the, um, the street food type things and ramen and everything else. So I just, they, they had ramen at the Sailor Moon thing last night. I was like, I mean, I'm in heaven. I love ramen. Like a good ramen bar is that's my jam right there. So I'm already like, maybe I can find a way to go to upstate New York. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that place sounds cool. So, so hopefully more pinball will be on your scene soon. But that place sounds pretty epic and a lot of fun. So, I'm a little jelly right now because you've like combined pinball and ramen. It's like one of two of my favorite things ever. <laughs> so that sounds awesome. Well, Martha, thank you so much for being on the show. And and if you've listened to a few of the episodes, you know that we have a segment that we do towards the end of the show called Inside the Pinball Studio. So we find out more about you as a, a pinball player and just more about your, your pinball mind. So, so we'll dive into the questions again, just answer what's at the top of your mind and uh, hopefully we'll have some fun. All right. Okay. I'm ready to go. Okay. So Martha, what game do you love? Um, I love Metallica. It's my number one favorite game. What do you love about Metallica for the, somebody who's never played the game? I just like I feel like there's so many different ways that you can play it. You can play Sparky, you you know, but you don't only have to play Sparky. That's not you know that's like, right. if you're playing for points or if you're playing for fun. There's just like a lot of different objectives that you can go for. So 
you can go snake multiball, which is a totally different shot, totally different strategy. You can go graveyard multiball. I love to try and get to seek and destroy where you complete all the columns. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. Yeah, and I mean, I I know they made it easier so you could get to crank it up easier <laughs> um, to get to end of the line, but I still haven't done that. So there's just like so many things to do in it. Um, that I haven't gotten bored yet. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really fun game. And, and I will admit, like, when I first played Metallica, that was, you know, I just go for Sparky. That That is what everybody instructed me to do. They're like, just do that. And once you get that down, work on other things. <laughs> yeah, I just love that any game. Like, sometimes I'll just set an objective for myself. I'm like, you're going to get to Lady Justice mode. And then that's, like, all I tried to do. And, the, you know, it's it's just fun. There's a million different ways to try and go at it. So that's why I love it. Yeah, it's one of the the really great games that's come out of Stern in the last, you know, decade or so. And and I'm a a big fan of it. And, you know, we had a a funny conversation about rock pins. And I will say that that's like the one rock pin where I've been really jazzed about it. I thought that it was a fantastic integration of theme. And then Mm -hmm. uh, and I am actually a huge Metallica fan. So I would love to have that at my in my collection at some point. And our local place, What's Brewing, Tony was talking about, you know, you know, we were talking about Metallica and like, that would be cool <laughs> to have on location. That would be a fun one. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if we'll get it, but uh, hopefully we'll get it soon so I can play it more often. All right, Martha, next question. What game do you hate? I, I kind of hate this question because I, I don't <laughs> I don't want to hate any one game. They're just games that I don't love playing so much so so what's a game you don't love playing i don't love playing police force oh yeah Mm, yeah no not a fan because i mean that's a game where for example unlike metallica there's not a ton to do i i mean i guess if you don't care about points there are different shots but it just feels like there's one shot and i can't even hit it so all i do is brick and drain and i just never want to go back and play it again that's just how I feel about that one. Yeah, I looked out. They actually had that in the Bat City Open lineup, and it didn't come up. It was one I had never played, and, and I played it. I put a couple games on it after the event, you know, just kind of messing around and playing stuff I didn't get a chance to, to do in the, the actual event, and I just did not care for it. I was like, this seems kind of boring, <laughs> you know? Well, like, you just hit that center shot all yeah. day. Yeah, and it was funny. It was in a room, and it was right next to Jokers, which was the kind of the same thing, uh, the center ramp all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that I spoke badly about police force. It's, but... it's okay. I, I think I think people will forgive you, Martha. It'll be okay. <laughs> but you know, it's just you have your favorites and your not favorites. I I guess maybe hate's a strong word, but you know, some people were very adamant, like immediately, like you know, they would give an answer, like I hate this game. <laughs> and then you know, a couple of people were like, well, I dislike X game. So I, I think it can can go either way. But you, you're not a fan of Police Force. You wouldn't necessarily want it in your home collection. So. I wouldn't. But if you said you can never play any other game of pinball ever again, or you can play Police Force, I think I would pick Police Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'll do it. Fine. <laughs> All right. So what is your favorite pinball art? Um, my favorite pinball art, I think, would be, like, anything from, like, the late 70s, early 80s, where they're not, like, where they're all original themes. Oh, yeah, no, I, I totally get where you, you, you know, you've got your stuff, like, uh, 
Barracora, you know, Hot Doggin', some kind of just interesting kind of fun titles that, you know, original IP kind of Yeah. I like I like that with the drawing and the artwork. Future Spa. I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) Just the creativity that goes into something like that, imagining that world. I love it. I know it's like a catch 22. I know that, you know, having, you know, licensing, you know, I know like a lot of manufacturers are big on licensing now because you you're able to draw in that other audience that maybe doesn't like pinball, but likes this band or this movie or, you know, whatever. I, I get it, but there's something to be said about just coming up with something completely unique and original, you know, like a total nuclear annihilation or something of, of that nature. That that to me is really great. I'm interested to see some of the, the new stuff coming out of Deep Root um, that's going to be mm-hmm. completely original. I mean, Black Knight, uh, Sword of Rage, I mean, it's a spinoff of an original concept, but it was still kind of a sequel. I kind of put it in the sequel category. So, but that's but, cool. I mean, like creating the, their own character that spans decades. Yes. I mean, that's awesome. I I do love that theme. Yeah. No, it's a fun theme, and and I and I I am a very big fan of the um, limited the Ellie uh, as opposed to the Pro because I feel it needs the upper play field. I'm just because um, I've played both now, and and I like them. I thought they were great. The callouts were fun. The music was amazing. But yeah, I, I missed that that upper play field on that one. But I do agree. I, I love seeing original, completely original IPs and and original artwork that isn't necessarily you know bound by a movie or a certain character or whatnot. So completely agree with you. I like that one. What is your favorite pinball sound? Okay, I have two because okay. I listen to tell other people or ask other people this question. Um, <laughs> So my favorite pinball sound is when you start Iron Man scoring or fast scoring and Iron Man. Are you familiar with this sound? It's like so intense and you just feel amazing when you're playing because it sounds that machine gun sound going off. Like if you, I don't know, it just makes me feel so intense and like I'm really into that moment. So I love fast scoring. And then also in Iron Man, I love that the music changes in anticipation of War Machine multi-ball. I really like both those answers. Those are really cool. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. It, it, it's all about intensity. I feel like the music in that game, they nailed it. Because, I, can, I mean, I can't think of I'm sure someone will think of it. But when War Machine multi-ball is ready, the music changes. But you haven't started it yet. It's just like amping you up like letting you know if you weren't paying attention this is cueing you in to the fact that it's about to get real yeah. if you can just hit that shot stuff is about to go down <laughs> right i i love it and it's got those like heavy guitars it's good i'm a fan yeah no i i, I like both those sounds that, that excellent i and i think this is so much fun you know just kind of finding out what people are jazzed up about when i when i ask these questions because i always get i'm always surprised <laughs> Uh, by people's answers so that's cool Uh, what is your favorite pinball tournament festival expo what's your favorite kind of pinball event to participate in or attend um okay so i did touch on this in the book um i briefly went over like different styles of tournaments for people who had never been in a tournament before and this is not a popular style tournament i know i originally heard about it because they did it in pittsburgh the cycle or what do they call it um well, I, I forget what they called it, but it involved bicycling across town to all different locations and then playing 
I know what Game, I guess, but I'm forgetting the name. Pedal, oh, pedal and plunge. Yeah, pedal and plunge. I was like, it's the bicycle. <laughs> I love that format. Yeah, no, I, it's something really I different. Wish, I mean, essentially, you're going on like a oh god, what am I? Why am like I forgetting this? Scavenger hunt type thing. Yeah, it's like scavenger hunt meets beer crawl kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I I wish more people would do that. Yeah, that that actually would be really fun. Not in South Texas in the summer, but I could see us doing something like that in the wintertime. I think that would be really fun. And that's really different. I like that. That's a cool answer. Um, Pedal and plunge. I like that. That's cool. Um, All right. So what is your grail pin? Um, What is the pin that you either own yourself or that you aspire to own or that you would spend your all your money on? What's the one pin you would want to have? I don't you know, I there really isn't one, I guess. At the moment. So, so it wouldn't be Metallica? Well, but I have it. So so is like, would you consider Metallica like the pin? Like that's the, the ultimate pin for you? I guess, but it's, I mean, it's pretty easy to get them. <laughs> well, they, I, I say grail and I guess it, it conjures up like the holy grail, but it's just more of like, what is the one pin that you've always wanted or like the pin that you are trying to find or seek out? So some of them are difficult, but some of them, you know, you know, I can I can find one on pins. <laughs> yeah, I I really I guess I don't totally have one because I I mean I feel like you can kind of you can find them. Yeah. Every machine you want to play. Um, I don't know. At the moment, I don't have one. Maybe one day that will change. Well, if it changes, Martha, you let me know. And okay. We, we, we will do an update. update to the show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Uh, who would you most like to play head to head or who is your favorite person to play? Um, a game with and this can be somebody Um, you have played or somebody you haven't played honestly rather than play head-to-head um because i know what would happen i would get creamed no i I would rather play split flipper with like anyone in the top 10 oh nice in the rankings because i i mean i don't know if you played a lot of split flipper but I just feel like you have to adjust and you see the way other people play and the way other people react to shots. And obviously with someone who's really good in the top 10, it, they would be reacting completely differently from how I would react. So rather than play someone and stand around and wait for my turn, I would rather play split flipper I, with a really good player. I love that answer, Martha. Oh, that is you. an awesome answer because it, it is. It's It's taking that you know, I always call like, I'm getting a master class here in pinball because I'm getting <laughs> shellacked by X person. But I think, you know, making that, it just makes it more of like, you guys are like a, a buddy team and you're doing it together. I, I kind of like that. That's, oh, that's really cool. That's, that's a pinball warm fuzzy. Oh, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Martha, final question. What is your dream theme the theme that does not currently exist what would you like to be a pinball machine that is manufactured okay i have two that that is okay nick nick has already told me keep dreaming (laughs) um one would be buffy the vampire slayer nice Nice. and i know they i know they made the fan one but i would like one with like modes and everything else um like a like the most like if Jersey Jack made Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh that would be amazing. That would be so, I mean, like you could do so many modes. I'm a huge I was a huge Buffy fan. Um, I I watched all the seasons of the show. I, I was and I remember the movie from back in the day. I'm assuming this would be about the the TV version of Buffy. 
Correct. Yeah, no, I right. think that would be fun. Right? Like a hush mode oh. where there are no sounds. And then you could have like a Slayer mode. You could do like modes with a different character. Like you could be like Xander. You could uh, be Willow. You could be, you know, Buffy herself or Angel. Yeah, no, you could kind of go right. around on that. Yeah, And they could maybe have different um, abilities. So maybe it could help you. You know, like how they do, you know, like on um, Pirates of the Caribbean, they could all have different strengths, help oh, you get yeah. through the game in a different way. Like Angel could be like you you couldn't, you couldn't drain. Like Angel, you kind of had to like revived all the time. Or if you were Willow, you could be uh, like have all the Magna save because you like she's witchy and, you know, you could like kind of stir the ball around and stuff. Oh, I really like this. Yeah, you know what? We need to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pinball manufacturers, talk to us about Buffy because oh, I love that one. Cause I, I, I am a huge fan of the show. OK, I'm going to say something super like like sad and nerdy about myself. So I wrote a fan letter to David Boreanaz like back in the day. And now I okay. reflect upon it. <laughs> I'm really embarrassed by it. But I was like, dear David, <laughs> I wrote this like, long letter about like why I thought he was like super awesome. And then well, he sent me like a signed picture that I had in my room forever. I mean, I'm totally, I totally support you in that, and I wouldn't be embarrassed. But also, Aww. do you Thanks, think that? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, and the other one, my other dream theme would be uh, Dolly Parton music pin. Oh, that would be great because they've done the Dolly pin, but I feel like it could totally get an upgrade. I, it can. Oh up. yeah. A yeah. big upgrade. Yeah, no. Um, and she loves licensing, so I don't know why she's she's not trying to get this done herself. Yeah, I, I think it would sell. I definitely, you know, if they've done stuff like Primus and things like that, even if it was a a smaller pin, but I think it would I think it would sell really well. Actually, <laughs> I know I would be interested in it. I'm a, a, a huge Dolly fan, and I, you know, again, her music is kind of, even though it's country, it's crosses so many genres so many people love her music and mm-hmm. that's oh I, lo- I love your answers Martha I feel like you're like my, my friend that I've just met I just I love it I love it it's like oh she's inside my heart it's like I love it. it's like Dolly and Buffy yes check and check it's like I, I haven't heard a bad theme yet come out of any of anybody who's uh participated in inside the pinball studio but I, I do have to say I, I kind of connect to both of those um a lot particularly the Buffy one I loved it so all right awesome yeah no uh, thank you again Martha for coming on the show and for participating and just being an awesome lady on the pinball scene and holding it down in Buffalo for people who want to find out more about you and and check things out what what's some contact information for you like where can they find you at well you can find me every Thursday but not in the summer at (laughs) 8 At 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Buffalo Pinball Twitch channel. Um, and, you know, you can interact because you can get into chat. You can talk directly to me and the other guys on the stream. And uh, that's probably the best way to get in touch with me, honestly. Yeah, no, I it, the, the chat is super fun. And I love the, the fact that you guys are so interactive with your audience. And, and it is just a fun stream to watch. And uh, I definitely would recommend that. I, of course, will put that in the show notes, guys. But they are on hiatus. They're taking some time off, and I'm sure they'll be back really soon. You know, probably, are you guys guessing around the summer, uh, September time frame? We, yeah, we usually follow, like, the school calendar year. <laughs> so we take we take the summer off. Well, you know, because there's so much going on yeah. in the summer, and oh, yeah. it's impossible to, probably to coordinate people's, for our four, like, team members' 
schedules along with a guest as in the summer is just impossible. So oh, yeah. we take the summer off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll, we're usually back like probably late after Labor Day. Well, awesome. All right. Well, I will keep an eye out for that. And again, Martha, thank you so much for being on the show. And again, everybody, check out Martha's new book, Pinball Secrets, A Beginner and Intermediate Guide to Pinball. It's available on Amazon.com. And again, we are giving away those two free copies. Just make sure you comment on the post for this episode, either on Facebook or Instagram. And if you can tag a friend, if not, if you don't have any friends, I'm sad. But at least you have to comment to be in the contest. Um, I'm your friend, and I'm sure Martha's your friend. But uh, make sure you comment on the post. That'll enter you into the contest. And, hey, for those of you who don't do social media, just send an email to backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com in the title of subject line put contest. Again, Martha, thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for thank listening. You. Thank you. I hope you come back on the show. And, and maybe there'll be a sequel. Maybe there'll be a Pinball Secrets, the advanced guide. I, I would totally be down for that. I and need some time to work on <laughs> myself before that happens. <laughs> that is okay. I know I know you're going to – it's going to come. It's going to be there very soon. And I want to be – I want to be your first interview, Martha. <laughs> I, when, when you go to the press, I want to be your first interview. So, um, but But good luck. And everything you, you do, and thank you again for everything you do for this sport and hobby of uh, pinball, particularly women in pinball. Really appreciate it. Hey, guys, and tune in next week where we'll have Miss Soft Plunge Pinball herself, yes, Jessica DiNardo. She's going to come on the show, talk about her pinball swag empire and Pacific Northwest pinball. Very excited to have her on the show, and maybe maybe there'll be another giveaway. I don't know. You'll have to tune in and see. Thank you for the love that you guys have been showing by downloading the podcast and also for the kind words you've been saying on social media. I really appreciate it. If you like the show, please you know, give us some stars. I hope it's more than one um, on wherever you download your podcast at. I would really appreciate it. And if you have any comments or questions or thoughts, please feel free to email the show backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thanks so much and keep flipping.